Hey, 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 y'all. Huge, sincere welcome. Thank you for joining me today within our Lives Between Us podcast. I'm Roger Ray Bird, and I am thankful you're here, truly. I greatly appreciate you making the time for me today because you being here helps me. And I am here, well, I'm here trying to help others however the heck I can. And how is it exactly? Do I think I help anyone in any regard? Well, sometimes, even however small, I believe I help by speaking the fuck up because you tell me so. It's a big ass world out there. And yet our situations, our conditions, our peace, our beautiful happenings, our heaven, our hell, our hurt, our pain, our fears, and our opportunities are not so far removed from each other. Not so far removed at all, by my measure. The subject matter of this solo episode number 20, I call it, what the fuck is going on? You may have examined the same question yourself from time to time. I surely have. I've riddled myself the same mysterious ponder of reality numerous times. I've puzzled over the bigger issues of the world. I've thought of the crazy shit happening regionally. You know, the crap going on in and around my community. I've surely considered closely the looniness within my family, throughout various workplaces, in my household, and throughout my friend group. (laughs) And then, of course, there are my uncomfortable, sometimes uncontrollable emotions within. And so therefore, what influence do I have upon global affairs, the politics, the wars, the socioeconomic divide? How much change can I influence closer to home, like the local laws, leaders, and perhaps the unfavorable behavior of my public service sisters and brothers? Do I really have a prayer to save or change anyone? meaning my friends and family? Can I adequately impact conditions of mental health, addiction, or even a better job or romantic relationship, especially when they, for holy shit's sake, desperately need it? When I soundly believe to reign supreme over my own thoughts and feelings, sometimes still, why can't I? Well, hmm, I believe. I believe I become absorbed and even guided by so much of my past. I'm wrapped up in what lays at my feet this day, all that which I have no influence upon whatsoever. And for sure, I spend too much wasteful time worrying about the future without proper planning to adequately affect my outcome at all. No, I do not think I'm so different. Am I an extinct dodo bird living in a human bag of bones and skin secret shell? No, no, I do not believe I'm a winged dinosaur or even a disguised punk-ass bitch boy unicorn. No, not at all in the slightest. So then what? Well, I try. I try to steer towards controlling my controllables. 
I try to face the facts of the situation and not dwell on the feelings keeping me from the truth. I try to focus on the issues and not get stuck blaming the emotions of others or within. I try to let shit go. I try to release that which I know is not good for me or good for others or good for the situation. I try. Sometimes I'm okay with such intentional endeavors. Sometimes not so much. Hence, I try. And then, where do I go from here? I spend most time working on myself because I have the biggest influence here and nowhere else by my measure. Next, I help others however I can and often as I can retaining the truth that only they can change themselves sustainably. I try with all my earthly might to behave as I intend, regardless the chaos, regardless the blood. I try to remain aligned with my documented personal values. Then concerning the mighty uncontrollables, the weather, the actions of others, the negative and even Harmful emotions spewing upon me, the unhealthy feelings swirling around within and without. Well, I try to let that shit go. I try to let it go and deal only in reality. I try to stay truthfully engaged in here and now, right here, right now. Well, at least I try. I've been stuck running and avoiding all that made me feel uncomfortable. I escaped reality and stayed there for over a decade, cowering. I got fired from jobs a couple of times unexpectedly, and I quit numerous times more right on the spot. I found my great love. We married, hatched two amazing children, landed my dream job, and we had more money in the bank than we could spend. Yet was just about as miserable as I had ever been. I tried to fix it. I tried this, I tried that, all to no avail. Even when so much was right, everything was wrong. I survived two divorces and multiple self-reinventions. However collected, I've learned a thing or three. I've lived to know all my pain is self-induced, every drop, I came to discover all my fears are the portals of the lies I paint with my own brush using my own hand. I know for a fact when I rush and skip making time for myself to think deeply and figure shit out, I become stuck. My life on happiness tool shared online is where I began in 2003 to gain legitimate control of my run amok self. Although much experimentation and testing occurred before then and since, I know for a fact that my accumulated stress and worry is concocted with lies. I cannot control, fix, or save another person, despite when I forget and try anyway. If we want to change something but we can't start, we should try to ask for help. Try to pause. Try to think truthfully and act intentionally. Try to respond 
not react. Please let us try because it matters. Purpose. And then there is my purpose. I live to learn and know that in order for me to get somewhere, I had better do the work. My future state I cannot leave to chance. I'm unable to presume or pray that shit works out, much because of from where I came. I need to purposefully rise up every day and operate this here life intentionally, trying to be exact. Minimally, I must begin with a verifiable, if not measurable, starter plan. Awkward as it is to admit, but I believe back when, at first, the drugs saved me from the fear I ran from throughout my youth. Ensuingly, in short order, however, the street substances were determined to kill me. My intense structured athletic training then saved me from the drugs, because if otherwise out and about on my own, my haphazard daily wanderings would have led me back to that legacy door of shadow, me hiding from myself and cowering from the world under the warm blanket of the drugs. I needed the challenge. I required transparency and I demanded self-accountability to remain on the correct path. Shockingly, my first cycling coach, Troy Jacobson, taught me something vital. Coach Troy taught me that speed does not always matter. Quality matters. Always. Correctness matters. Always. For years, I didn't have a bike computer to gauge how fast I was rolling or how far I had traveled. Such concerns were not participants in my plan. Quality equates to time and workload, not speed. So Coach Troy taught me. By default, I discovered not to do shit half-assed. Also, to not think I'm smarter than the plan. I learned during my time with Coach Troy, in order for me to get somewhere, I got to do the darn work, but do it correctly and adjust constantly. For me, duh, unquestionably, these critical life factors stretch far beyond bike riding. As I live to learn, if I am doing something, go all the way. Coach Troy told me one of the biggest mistakes athletes make is not training hard enough on their hard days, not going easy enough on their easy days. Rest is also part of training. If always going hard or medium hard, I cannot effectively recover, thus sacrificing my overall performance. Even when I feel invincible, I dwell within my discipline to rest on my rest days so I don't fuck up my hard work days. If I act correctly, I go further and achieve more towards what I am oriented daily. Still, in life, I show up to the outside front of house curb with a plan. I do not aimlessly wander. I do not float along wherever the winds of whimsicalness might carry me, willy-nilly, speeding slow or trailing fast traveling shorter long intervals at random, but rather I set out hyper-intentionally and adjust as I go. Only with a map do I have the chance to arrive where I'm going, the roadblocks, detours, and workarounds be damned. Still, yet, they're the innards of me, 
my last physical, more subjective emotional operating system. Much of the heart of the matter is an element I call my healthy ego. Healthy ego. Healthy ego are those inside positive parts of me lifting me, getting me started, and keeping me going. It's the confidence. It's the confidence that something in front of me is possible. Yes, it is possible. I can do it, but only if I first try. I will only accomplish what I try. I will only accomplish what I first attempt. Even if I don't complete the task as expected, I'll learn something and come closer to my goal next time. Possible. It's possible. It is possible. It is fucking possible I can do it rather than cannot. It took me a long time to learn that. That was a really long and painful road. Very hard. Grabbing a hold. Grabbing a hold of my healthy ego. Grabbing a hold of my healthy ego. I can do almost anything I can think. I can do almost anything I can dream. I can do almost anything I can dream. Truthfully, I can. If I do not get up and try, I will remain stuck where I do not desire to stay. Yes, it's fucking hard. Yes, it might suck. Yes, I might not complete what I set out to conquer. Yes, I might fall on my face in the mud wearing my bright white party suit. Yes, I might be embarrassed. Yes, those I am intending to impress might laugh out loud, ridiculing me, calling me stupid or weak or pathetic. But no, no fucking no. I will not. I will not. I will not. I will try not to care about them. I will try to focus on me. And the betterment of me, by my measure, and no one else's, yes, I might get hurt. I might get hurt badly, but but hurting is better than sitting still. Trying and bleeding is better than waiting for desired change to magically befall me, by my measure. Showing up at the party muddy and laughing at myself regarding my now shit brown and white splattered cow suit. Well, you know, such comical barrel relief is better than running home to cry all night and eat ice cream for dinner because, because I fucking can. I can walk in dirty. Laughing along with everyone else aimed at myself. I can do that shit. And not everyone can. Not everyone can do what I do. 
Not everyone can do what I do. No fucking way. I am not so disadvantaged. No way. I am not so dumb. No way. I am no way not so weak. I am so much better than my worst self, and I know it. I know it, but sometimes I do not believe it. Thereupon, damn it all, hell and still. Some days the best I can do is stall. At times, the best I can do is avoid. And boohoo, so sad. Some days the best I can do is depress. Those days, the days I sit unmotivated and unsure, I sit and I am scared. Well then, and what the fuck of it anyway? What the fuck of it anyway and how? How when I am unsure? How when I feel insignificant? How when I am down and blue and my lying brain tells me I am all alone? How when I think myself slow and unworthy? How when I believe myself weak? Well then, what do I do so to elevate? How then do I rise? How then do I rise? What do I avoid or what do I run to? Think about it. What do we do or not do? What inflates us? What do we use to get up and get us going when we cannot ride under our own power? What deflates us? What do we keep on our peripheral radar with intent to avoid? Do we keep our powerful sword and shield implements around? Are such life lifters always nearby? And do we factually use them when necessary? Such catalog collection of implements is not a hard list to document by my measure. Just saying. Well then, as a part of the collective us, what about me? What about me, you say? What's my process? What are my tools when unable to take off for flight using my own wings? Hmm. That's a good question. Think, think, think. Oh, I got it. I know what I do. Now and then I take some hours off or even a full day off, pausing to regroup, refocus, organize, get real and truthful with myself, and prepare. Prepare to bounce back best I can. Short term. Short term and with immediacy, though. Oh, I do. I've been doing this shit since the late 80s. When I'm stuck, when I'm down, when unsure and self-sabotaging, I do exactly what I must do. I do what I must, and I do what works to get me up and get me going. I do what works for me. Yes, at times I'm retro old school, and here I show it. I listen to the Superman song from R.E.M., and crank that shit to 11, a.k.a. ear-bleeding loud, legit. I've blasted that song in my car when all alone, just before I head into a challenge, and I've done it more times than I care to count. Or I listen to anything from my very best-of playlist or my Volume 11 compilation because music serves as my human starter fluid when I'm empty. Music, this my boost when I'm down. Music moves me in ways I cannot do on my own. I am, truthfully, I am 
I am better than I give myself credit for. Truthfully, I am better than I allow my worst self to sometimes believe. So I use my healthy ego to not only rise, but go do good shit when I'm otherwise pause stuck. Healthy ego. So what's the update on the podcast? Well, Charles, who was my co-host for episode number 19, he was in and out of jail. Um, He got kicked out of his hotel room that he was living in, and he's homeless again somewhere. I can't really find him. So I'm trying to reconnect with him. TJ, my buddy from episode 18, his grandfather had a stroke. He's back in Milwaukee. He was living in Florida, living in a van, working on a mushroom farm. But he's trying to make a go of it. Those are both really good guys. So why the six-month spread since my last episode? Well, I've been chasing Charles, but more than anything else, I'm stuck to my critical path, the book. I'm writing a book. Next, episode 21, soon enough, will be my business coach, superstar Sarah. Sarah Young and I will be talking about writing. I've been writing full-time for two and a half years. Sarah recently released her first publication, a gem of a leadership book titled Expansive Impact. Sarah and I always have a lot of good things to talk about. So watch for that new episode coming up soon with Coach Sarah, episode 21. So what the fuck is going on with me? Writing, writing, writing. As of today, I've written 5,052 hours. 778 days of writing, 154 days in a row without a break, 768,763 words typed into a Word document so far, and volume one will be going to print shortly, probably in the next week or two. I've been living the puppy life for the fourth time. My baby Maximus Rockshaw turns four months old tomorrow. He's a beautiful little Rhodesian Ridgeback and just a real sweetheart. My son, Travis, is graduating this December from University of Wisconsin-Madison with a degree in computer science and a second degree in mathematics. I don't know where he gets that shit. Lauren was planning to attend Bentley University in Waltham, Mass., but she might remain at the business school at UW-Madison. Lauren's health continues to mess with her. And... uh And uh, it messes with me, too. I bleed pints in that regard. Poor thing. I've been struggling with headaches and migraines again. That's been on and off since frickin' 94. I got some nerve damage and pain in my left foot, which is just three operations later. They can't get it right. I've been diagnosed with peripheral neuropathy after a five-year alcoholic binge after my first divorce fell apart. I'm on LDN, which is naltrexone low dose, and just moved up to six milligrams on that. So hopefully that'll make a difference. I take a synapse and nasal spray for cognitive health. And um, dealing with a flare-up of left knee bursitis from sitting too much. If anybody knows a natural treatment, let me know. I'm riding my bike a little bit, hiking a little bit with Maximus, which is good. Not drinking enough water, not eating well, but I am sleeping. So that's good. 
I feel very disconnected from you guys. I feel very disconnected and it sucks. I left my uncle the Admiral last year after I suffered a brain injury in his house. I miss my Sealy, Wisconsin family up near my cabin. I haven't been up there very much. And I'm very sad to have missed another Canaan mountain bike festival this year in West Virginia. These here days, I'm just trying to control my controllables. I'm set and remaining on my critical path, on path with the mission of my life here, the book. I apologize for my six months pause between podcast episodes yet. I'm sorry, but I'm not sorry. I'm not slacking. I'm just being intentional. I'm operating with supreme focus. I'm operating with supreme purpose. Therefore, I must embrace the suck and all that I missed during the journey. I aim to keep both my eyes on the prize, that being the book, and just keep going. Love you guys. All you my sisters, all you my brothers, love you all. Please share this if you can. Please leave a review or a like. But most of all, live on purpose today. Be intentional. Start with a plan, at least a starter plan, and go spread good shit out upon the world. Love you guys. Later, Gator. Bird out.